whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. Courtney Lane Self was here to talk about Crazy For You, choreographed by Susan Stroman, someone that Courtney actually worked for for a period. We joined that conversation already in progress. Interesting, and when you listen to it on the recording, it's just like, right. here's this, it seems like underscore. Well, it's, it's a piece of music, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. But, you're right, and yes, and good, and great. <laughs> Let's talk about Susan Stroman. Great. Um, because that is the thing. She, that is the thing. She is the thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I use that term because this was her first Tony Broadway. Award. I it don't know if it was a Broadway, Broadway show. show. It was. Um, it was. And so, oh, that's right. She'd been doing stuff at um, uh, New York City Opera. Uh-huh. And so, and a couple off-Broadway things. But she, uh, when, when Crazy For You with, uh, and, and she was, she eventually got married to the director, right? Yeah, yeah. Mike Ockren. Mike Ockren, yeah. Um, but she was the star that emerged out of out of Crazy for You and became the premier choreographer, Broadway choreographer of America for the from like this point to like two thousand three. I think. Yeah. I think it all crested with the producers' film. Not that she's still not working, but like her, yeah. her infallibility greatly greatly diminished after that yeah um and it's not a good movie so i don't i don't uh i don't uh you know it's it's hard uh and of course mike ockrent died yeah in in 99 so there's a lot yeah that that was the handover with producers that was producers the musical right 99 yeah yeah he was supposed to direct it and she was going to choreograph and then he died and they said stro do you want to oh okay that's how it happened oh i didn't know that 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 was when she started directing she like took in two thousand one with uh, the mantle from him. Sure. Okay. Yeah, because ninety nine actually was. Um, well, she directed Contact. But when was Contact? Two thousand. Well, the thing about Contact though is there's no text in it. That so, is not true. There's a lot of text in Contact in Act Two, especially, and in Act One. Oh yeah, I love. Is Contact. there really? Oh yeah. Well. The vignettes of, con- I mean, the, the contact vignettes. So contact is much, deba- we've talked about it on the show before. Contact is, is much debated musical. Yeah. And cr- yeah. Led to the creation. I want to add here also at some point that the Guys and Dolls revival that same year was so successful. It was the when they started the split best revival between plays and musicals because so many musicals uh. are getting revived. Backing up why I'm bringing that up is because contact created the best special event brought Tony Award. Because they didn't even know what to do with it. That, like they, they were like, what do which we do with I, this? Which I don't, because and there was the whole the the reason it happened, and we've talked about it on the show before, is because it came out the same year as Wild Party, and George C. Wolfe threw a fit when it didn't win, but when Contact beat Wild Party for best musical, mm-hmm. I think Contact is a musical. Yeah, I I will fight and argue that yeah. all day, all day long. Oh, she yeah. also did the Music Man revival in two thousand as a director. Um, I, I'm telling you, though, yeah. that's not that our timelines are off here. What did she do? What's before that? What's before? What was the first thing she directed? I'm looking at that right now. Well, her 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 second huge hit because she did like you know, um, Crazy for You, Showboat, Big, uh, and a lot of other stuff in between. We're doing like a lot of she she becomes a very popular TV choreographer for spectaculars. Uh, big, and then the Oklahoma revival in '99, uh, which she choreographed, directed by Trevor Nunn. 
that was her second huge hit. Then Mike Ockrent dies. Um, so producers must have been in development. Yeah. And she probably got slated to do it in 99. Yeah. But it doesn't. But then in between, she does Music Man and Contact. And um, then uh, those are her two directing Broadway debut things. And then 2001 is um, Producers. Where she won a Tony Award for Best Directing. It says here that Ocarin had been named to direct. Um, producers. Producers. Yeah. Yes. So that, that's you're 100 right about that. Yeah. Yeah. But his, I mean, his death would have first of all delayed development of that show. Right. And then. And Music Man was what year? 2000. 2000. Yeah. And Contact was what year? 2000. Yeah. 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 So that's her. Eight, I mean, 99, 2000, 2001 is, of, is Susan Stroman like stuff going on. She's the queen yes. of Broadway at that point. Yeah. Um. Getting back to Contact for a second, I love Contact. I think Contact is a tremendous. It does. I mean, the book it, it has a credited writer. John Weidman wrote a script. It's three vignettes, two of which right. have dialogue. Right. Um, it doesn't have a score in the traditional Broadway sense because it's all pre-recorded a right. and no new music. Well, it is all, it's dance and movement driven. Yes, 100%. so it's not text based. Not at all. So I'm not surprised well, the, that I didn't the, the, think but there was the, text the, in the, it. The the dance reinforces its character it's not plot but the dance all reinforces the characters and gives us i mean and karen zambo won her tony for i mean a 20 minute performance in the at the end of act one uh of contact which is heartbreaking i mean the 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 role of i don't remember what it's called it's not called roles it's a girl on a swing Did girl on swings one? the first one which and is then... literally has no dialogue that is just Two, three people swinging, swinging on a literal swing, <laughs> and then um, yellow dress. What's the? Yeah, it, and what was no the yellow dress is that is the second act. What's this, the middle one called? Yeah. Oh, did you move? That's right. Did you move? And, that's and it's Karen a woman, Zambas. Karen Zamba. That's yeah. a woman out to dinner in the fifties in New York with her husband, who's kind of a like, if not a gangster, it is certainly right. he's certainly a heavy, right? Who keeps getting up and going to get roles. Or asking for roles is the running joke. And then she keeps having these fantasy dances with the people in the room because she's not allowed to move from her chair yeah. by her husband's command. Yeah. And it is a startling piece of writing and choreography. Um, and then Contact is the third part, which is Act Two, which is uh, Boyd Gaines and the girl in the yellow dress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who and he can't dance. I mean, part of the whole bit and what makes that so amazing yeah. is that the guy in question can't dance. Right. And it is tremendous to see. Yeah, I think Contact is really that. great too. And and this this is what's interesting about Susan Stroman is that um, she was sort of known for these seemingly traditional musical theater mm -hmm. form things. And really, the heart of Susan Stroman, or a big a big part of Susan Stroman, not that this like sort of traditional form isn't also really authentic to her because it is, but. There's this other part of her that's completely experimental. That's interesting. She did. She did before she was big. She did. Uh, she talked with Candor and Ebb. She like went and asked permission, but she did this like weird deconstruction of Flora the Red Menace. Well, she was yeah. She was hired to co to choreograph that with Scott Ellis directing the Off Broadway she, she, Revival. It was yeah, it, it it in eighty seven. It started. Did I, she go before that? I, okay. I, no, I think. Well, I don't remember exactly, but I know that the <laughs> impetus was hers or hers and other people's. Well, not according to Wikipedia, but it is what it, she could have also done that. Earlier and earlier. then been hired for it yes, because she'd done because it. Because she did that. Guess yeah. where it played though? Where? Where? At the vineyard. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, she also just did something else at the vineyard with um, uh, what's his face um, from 
on the town. Uh, the oh, the, Tony Asbeck. Uh, Tony Asbeck. She just did the oh shoot, the something about the the. Oh, I can't. I, I wanted to see it. Uh, it was right before I went out of town. Um, uh, early in the summer. Um, it's Tony Asbeck, and it's another like Susan Stroman. It's a totally movement based piece. It's a heavy, heavy dance. I don't know if there was I'm no text or right yes, yeah, the jungles, the hmm. the the. Uh, I don't know, but it was just at the Vineyard. And We're I, laughing, by the way, because the Vineyard is where the Samuel French Off Off Broadway Short Play Festival was this year. So we were just there. We were just there. Um, but she had just done that there with him, and it was another sort of like it's Susan Stroman doing a thing that she, I think she really loves, which is exploring the intersection of theater and dance and what that means. Oh and, yeah, and I think that's what contact the jungle beast in the is, jungle beast in the jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Kander score. Um, yeah, she has a relationship with Kander in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so, candor. Candor, yes. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, oh, Fred. Fred. Um, but uh, so anyway, so th- that is a love of hers. Um, and I think that that's that that comes through in the choreography of Crazy for You. You know, I think a thing that she's known for is like using props, just all yeah. props, 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 props. But that's the thing is like she's a she's an innovative choreographer. She has a, a, a classical background. You know, she did because she also choreographed center stage the movie. I know, I know, but that was big. That was big it was huge. To, I saw it in to, theater. to bringing like dance back also. to the forefront. Right sure. after this, we uh, so you think you can dance came out, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden, dance became something that we were sort of commercially interested in again. Because really, for a while, eighties, nineties, we were not. Right. It was like Paula Abdul happened, and then as soon as her her career sort of ebbed. We like didn't care about dance yeah. for a while in a sort of com- commercial sense. So anyway, yeah. So so Susan Stroman's choreography was was a, a really strong aspect, I think, of w- also what made the show a real commercial success. Sure. Um, cause it, it, it was really standout, but not, not only like the steps, like the look of her dance, but the way in which dance was used in the show, which I assume is credit to her, but also Ludwig and the team who were like oh, sure. putting it and Okrant. I mean, together. it's yeah, yeah. Like creating this, this thing, how dance is going to be used. And what I love about it is that it's another perfect example of sort of like diegetic and non-diegetic mm-hmm. notions because Bobby wanted to dance. Right. Bobby, that was his love. That yeah, he was doesn't his want to passion. Sing. He wants to dance. He wants to dance. Right. Yeah. Um, and so using that dance, dance becomes both a a literal and a sort of figurative uh, uh, metaphor or usage throughout the, mm-hmm. the the thing. So there's that moment with "Shall We Dance" where like this major you know major shift happens. Like, but what Bob Fosse was doing for musical theater was creating a new look. Bob Fosse and Jack Cole. Uh, we're literally creating jazz well, dance, and that's the like difference on Broadway between like the, the form of dance. I feel that Stroman, her career ultimately suffered for two reasons: one, she's a woman, mm-hmm. and two, she was constantly being compared to Fosse, and yeah, and it's not a fair comparison it's at all. Not at all. Not only because Fosse was Fosse, and that's the end of it, but it's because they're interested in entirely different things. It was just we hadn't had a preeminent Broadway da- director choreographer since Bob Fosse. You know, because Michael Bennett died, you know, at the, sort of the height of his powers and Jerome Robbins had been dead for years. So, like, there's this ascension and she was placed in this line. But the unfair comparison between even Romans and Bennett and Fosse is, Rob, excuse me, Robbins, Robbins and Bennett yeah. and Fosse mm-hmm. is they're all interested in different things. But the first three guys are at the end of the day interested in aesthetics. Yeah. Yes. As their primary yes. focus. Stroman is interested in storytelling and character. Yeah. And, and which is what. 
it's what makes contact such an important piece of like a piece of pu- the puzzle in her career to yes, me yes. is that that's what she's interested in yes. she's inter- interested in how far can I push yeah. dance and it's still and tell a story and have it still be a musical you know who she should have been compared to who is that Gene Kelly yes I hadn't thought that of it that is a much more Kelly. apt comparison Gene Kelly yes. did, do you know Invitation to the Dance I'm aware of it. I don't know. So Gene know. Kelly yeah. had this, there was this moment in his career where he was always trying to further, like put dance higher up in the forefront of like Americans and what they see and what they, to, to, he, he was always about bringing dance to the people that dance should, you know, Fred Astaire, you know, heightened dance. Fred Astaire was elegance. And you looked mm-hmm. at Fred Astaire and you thought, oh, I'll never do that. Gene Kelly wanted to make you look at him and go, oh, it's me. Right. It's a working man. It's the, you know, it's a, it's a blue collar thing. Yeah. Uh, and the pedestrian notion guy. of, of, of. Of of dance and um and, and Gene Kelly uh wanted to also draw that connection because he's classically trained as well he wanted to draw that connection uh to ballet and so there was he was I forget what ballet it was Russians mm-hmm. um but he he pitched uh, this thing called Imitation of the Dance which was very much like Contact actually mm-hmm. it was sort of like three different stories um. And and this wasn't there's no there's no text. It was right. all it was a, a, a you could call it a ballet. Right. Um, and he actually did, and he used stars from Russian blah, 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 ballet. But he 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 didn't want to be in it. But MGM said uh, the only right. way we'll do this is, is if, if you're, you're in it. it. Yeah. So he found You've a way. But some money somewhere. And, you know, Invitation to the Dance was was did not do well. Like right. it wasn't a big. But Gene Kelly was interested in pushing the form forward. Gene Kelly was interested in in in. Um, well, and. It's also funny in her training. I mean, Stroman comes out of Jamie J- James Jameson was her primary trainer in Wilmington, Delaware. Shout out uh-huh. uh, for the Academy of Dance. But James Jameson is was trained by Agnes DeMille, and that is a much more straight line from Stroman to DeMille, yeah. aesthetic wise, yeah. but also theory wise. Now DeMille was very limited, but coming out of ballet, like obviously yeah. you're telling a story. Yeah, yeah. And I think that Stroman is like an interesting intersection between DeMille and Hammerstein as one person. Somebody who's interesting in character development and dance expansion because all those wonderful yep. dream ballets. Yep. And that's a Gene Kelly thing too. I mean, yep. Yep. all of his Hallmark movies have yep. dream ballets yep. in them. They're very much Oklahoma and I Carousel. Mean, and American in Paris, he got a, isn't that where he got a, he got like a special Oscar for, for yes, the ballet. For the ballet. Like it, it was yeah. a, it had ne- like it did not happen in cinema. You don't stop for eighteen minutes and dance. Right. And uh, 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 the reason why they did it too is Vincent Minnelli like was sick, so yeah. they had to stop. Had and to he was like, something. "Now we're gonna do my ballet." Like right. you didn't want to do ready. it, but now, now we have to you stop. Have it. So now we're gonna, yeah, right. that's that's why it came about. And that's and it's and it's him and Stanley Donnan who yeah. often gets yes. ignored in this, yes. unfortunately, yeah. because he wasn't in the movie. Yeah. But like Donnan. Yeah. It, 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 the, the two of them doing on the town. As much as I don't think that movie is a great movie, like. First of all, shooting in New York, which huge, was just not a thing, thing you did. Yeah, and they were huge. like, no, we're going to like yep. this place exists. Especially with Frank Sinatra. There was hard right. We're going to shoot yeah. it in New yeah. York. Yeah, and yeah. and then just the opening, only the opening and and a couple street shots. There's some getting into cabs and getting out. But of that's cabs. But really that's it. it. Well, yeah. they couldn't because of Frank Sinatra. I really think it was only the opening. I think they were on sound stages getting into that cabs. I really do. Uh, and there's one or two. Well, there's famous stories of the shoots with the cabs. Um and the mobs you. so that's why I'm like I think him getting into Hildy's cab for example is like a shot mm. there might have been a point there might have been more planned but they certainly got yeah the whole opening and then but that was kind of all a the couple studio grab, would let them do yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. they did it in like two days but yeah. they flew to New York and yep. did it like yep. what you just it's didn't huge. do yeah. and yeah so there is much more but I think that what's why well, I say Stroman's career suffers from it is when the producers movie came out mm-hmm. there was this sort of idea that she was the heir apparent 
to Bob Fosse, who could do it all. Who And film direction is not in her wheelhouse for a lot of reasons. But one of which being is that's not her. Yeah. Fosse, as a as a interested in aesthetics. Fosse a, also like started in movies. He like performed in movies. There's there's footage of Fosse and all dancing yes, in all these he, movies. Yes. You know, he so, but has even a, if, you, if you watch Sweet Charity, his first movie, it's a dumpster fire of a directorial debut. Yeah. It's a terrible movie. Yeah. And uh, sorry, Kev, Kevin, but it, it's a terrible movie. And um, not just everyone named Kevin. There's a specific listener. Uh, <laughs> but like it's a it's a very bad movie. Yeah. And the leap from from Sweet Charity yeah. to Cabaret yeah. is astonishing. Yeah. Yeah. And what Fosse did was like, yeah, he could technically make a movie. He knew yeah. how to do it. Yeah. But he went, oh, OK, like if I'm going to make this a movie, it's got to be my thing. Yeah. What is my thing? And in Cabaret, he figured out what his thing was. Yeah. And then he made, you know, and then you have Lenny and, and, and uh, all that jazz, which is just an incredible yeah. motion picture. Yeah. And even Star 80, his last movie, like there is a sense of like yeah. visual, like telling a story purely through visuals and editing. Yeah. That is not Stroman's interest. No. Stroman's interest is in telling story through dance. Yeah. And you can tell that when you watch the And I really movie. argue also live. I, I don't, I think. Yeah, and live. You know, yes, I there think, is an aspect think, to that. Which is why the movie producer's movie has... is just basically master shots yeah. and action. Because she, yeah. it's not, she wants you to see it. She yeah. wants you to see the dancing. Yeah. And that's not filmmaking. I think filmmaking. movie opportunities just presented themselves to her. I don't. I, I don't know that. Oh, it was, sure. Like I don't no, think no. it is a passion or has become a but passion I think, of hers. No, she's, absolutely not. She's a theater. She's a theater person, yeah. and and that's where she belongs. But yeah. it, she is unfairly, I believe, derided yes. for the producer's movie. Yeah. Be, because of the like. Yeah. Oh, we thought you were this, and like, you're go, not. Go watch Sweet Charity. And it's yeah, exactly. like you know. But it's the like, Julie Bob Taymor Fosse of it all it. too, yeah, though. Yeah, it's yeah. the thing of like, as a woman in the industry, yes. you are not allowed to fail. You are given. Yeah. You are I call not, it the, yeah. the sort of Jackie Robinson too. Jackie Robinson, yeah. first African American in baseball leagues, and right. he's he's in the 99th percentile, man. Right. Like they, there's there's all kinds of other Afri African American dudes who are playing baseball all the time who are better than all the white well, dudes in the, major leagues. But right. You had to be Jackie Robinson right. to be the first one. You got to be Jackie Robinson. Yeah. So like. And it's also, it's what Chris Rock always says, though. Like, he knew that African-Americans were accepted in, bas in baseball when he saw bad ones. Yes. When you're allowed to be moment. bad and yeah. still have a career. Yeah. And that's the thing of, like... Because really, even if you are first percentile for major leagues, you deserve to be... You deserve to be... You're at the bottom of major league, but you deserve to be first percentile and be and in And play. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, you're going to kick out a white dude or whatever. Right. So it's it's the same with women. And Stroman has been working. I don't want to say, like, she was shut... It's not the Tamor of it all, where she was sort of, like, relegated. Now, she also didn't do Spider-Man. But she she went back knowing her strengths. She went back and started to punch her weight, and like she hasn't had a hit in a while. But Prince of Broadway is you know doing okay, and um, I think Bullets Over Broadway was a mistake, but that's fine. Yeah, you know we all. There was also like I worked on Big Fish, mm. and Big Fish was Big Fish was a crapshoot. Big Big Fish was another good one for Stro to work on, and it just didn't work out. And I have thoughts about why that happened, but. When I worked on it, it was the it was before Chicago even. Mm -hmm. It was before they had a town tryout. It was a workshop in New York, and it was as it was still developing. And you know, we did that, and it was all with cardboard props and stuff, and like right. halfway envisioned. And that was a really sort of beautiful telling of that story. So you know, Stro has a really interesting career, but you and continues to, and right. you have a really good point. I think that we can liken her more to Agnes DeMille. I think Gene Kelly is another That's fair. That's a great one. He's, he's the movie version, you know, but they, they but have it's similar the same, it's the interest in what they yeah. were doing. Gene mm -hmm. Kelly didn't, he didn't, he didn't come out to aspire to, he, he didn't aspire to have a specific, to create a new dance form. 
He right. just created really good choreography that you could characterize his form. You could. Yeah. But not like Jerome Robbins and not like Bob Fosse. You and Michael Bennett. I want to make sure he gets included I, in, this, in this trio. I, I, what I'm saying right now, though, I don't actually include Michael Bennett because mm. I don't think Michael Bennett. I don't like Michael Bennett. Right. I don't think Michael Bennett's. I don't think he. I think a chorus line was landmark, and I and I and I, I want to draw our attention to the fact that that choreographic style fizzled. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, it's it's hard to characterize. It wasn't right. really distinctive. Fosse and Robbins were distinctive. Um, and I don't find Bennett. To, this is the moment where people start hating me, but there will be people who agree with me too, though. Uh, especially in the dance world, I, I don't find Bennett to be particularly distinctive. Um, I think that his mind was brilliant in other places. I think he sort of got the job done with choreography, but I, what, what's the other big thing of his? Well, I mean, he did company, he did follies, he did, oh, you mean um, after or around chorus line? Yeah, around um, chorus line. Yes, what was that? I'm just trying to think of other examples of what his choreography looked like. Um, he, I don't think he had a strong aesthetic. Well, he wasn't interested like Robbins and Fosse yeah. were very interested in not only reinventing the wheel and had ideas of like what that was promises, promises, uh, dream girls. That was the other huge hit. Uh, that's not what, that's wasn't that what, what I was thinking of. Um, but um, I, I think I was thinking of company and follies and like the other sort of big things. And, and the fact that ballroom, I, I think that Bennett was important for many, many reasons. I don't think choreographic style was one. So what I'm getting at is the people mm -hmm. you could you could trace jazz dance the origins of jazz dance mm -hmm. uh, to you could make a case for it is Robbins Fosse and Jack Cole you don't hear Jack Cole talked in okay. Broadway circles as much but honestly if we pulled up Jack Cole on YouTube you'd be like is that not Fosse mm -hmm. or is that Robbins like the mm -hmm. three of them the sort of conglomeration of that was the beginning of jazz dance and actually you could trace. You could go from Fosse to uh, to hip hop right now, sure. Because Michael Jackson was a, a midpoint of that. Um, but the point is, the three of them had a it, like like many choreographers, like many landmark choreographers. Their vision was in the aesthetic and in the creation of the form, and they probably had reasons why they were doing it too. But it's very different from the notion of what Stroh is thinking. Stroh uses movement to tell the story mm -hmm. so stro has the director choreographer brain and obviously robbins and fossey do too but part of what they were looking at was the sort of but robbins expansion and expansion of of the aesthetic of, of yes of jazz were, were and, not interested in i mean they were also two guys with tremendous egos obviously yeah they were robbins they I were think, famously huge pants. yes they were um and whereas I've been in the room with Stroh and Stroh is one of the most gentle and collaborative um, it, it is people the, you could be in a room with. I, and I think that like both of them ran afoul of their writing collaborators um, and sort of. Yeah. I mean, directly. Yeah. In, in a, but also like. They're one man there's shows. A, they are. It is it is their show. I mean, Jerome Robbins invented. It's so funny of all the things he invented. He invented a lot, but one of the things he invented was the box around the name on the poster, oh. and also the title um, conceived by, or originally conceived by. That's oh. him. That's West Side Story oh, conceived by, and in the contract for the licensing that. that it has to say 
originally conceived, choreographed, and directed on Broadway by. Like, that has to be on every single program for West Side Story. And you see that a lot now. There's a lot of people who do that. And he's sort of not wrong, too. He isn't wrong. No, this that's is, the thing. That's they, the frustrating thing about Robin. They're sort of the be- that they're, they are also the beginning of the auteur. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, absolutely. The, the auteur choreographer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. so In musical theater. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so, and, and that's important. That's kind of where I'm talking about with, like, Rachel Chavkin. Where, like, they, you get people exactly. who are... But they always were willing to sacrifice something. I think Fosse, it was first the writers, then the actors. Yeah. Robbins, it was first the actors, yeah. then the writers. Yeah. Um, and even Bennett was willing to sacrifice... Uh, well, he was kind of willing to sacrifice everybody when it mm-hmm. came to Chorus Line. I think mm-hmm. he was a better collaborator than the other two mm-hmm. were based on just based on his body of work and how he went from director choreographer back to choreographer. And people were like, that's a good idea. Like people yeah. were like, yes, I'd love to work with Michael Bennett again. Yeah. The number of like collaborators that each of Fosse and, and Robbins jettisoned and the people who work with them were always just well, like Stephen Sondheim has been like, yeah, he was, he was an absolute A word. But he was incredible. It's the, vi- the sort you of like him visionary. For, you, yeah, this but, is why you call Jerome but Robbins. As women, you don't get that chance. You, you don't. You do you not get, get that get, opportunity. You're, you're not given that that same sort of. Um, and there's something to be said about. Look, I don't think you have to be a jerk to be a visionary. No. But there's something to be said about. It's hard to figure out how to change the freaking world. So like you know, Robbins and Fosse stepped in it by being jerks. But you know, other but it's people, also especially hard for dancers. Yeah, because yeah. it is in enti- like I can imagine the frustration both Robbins and Fosse felt in their early career yeah. of being like, no, I'm right. Um, just let me do it, and yeah. then you'll see yes, it, yeah. and then you'll yeah. know I'm right. They're not inherently verbal, right? Yeah, I do. This this is interesting for me though too because I do. Uh, you you. I think you know enough about me to know that I do a lot of movement based work. Yes. Um, but I I'm a, I'm a I'm a crossover. You know, my I'm not a dancer first. I am mm-hmm. a I am a theater person first. I just happen to for whatever reason I've danced my whole life. Um, for whatever reason, I'm really in my body, um, uh, and I'm I'm very physical and I'm very expressive physically, and, and so I'm drawn to dance. And as soon as I as soon as I discovered physical theater and movement, I mm-hmm. realized that really my love of musical theater is actually not based in musical theater. It's based in in non-realistic ways to tell stories. And that's what music and dance are. Um, and so I like sort of all the ways into that. Um, and who knows why I'm drawn to movement. But the fact of the matter is I also happen to be a really verbal person mm-hmm. and I like to write and I like to, you know what I mean? So like I, 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 I happen to cross over and I, recently had worked a lot with a choreographer uh, where we co-choreographed and I directed but we were creating pieces we weren't we weren't even working with a, a, a formal writer sure um whatever we wrote was almost like we were like eh, we're gonna put this in and then somebody else can write it better later you know mm-hmm. what I mean like this is this this is the gist of what needs to be in there so the development wasn't beginning with a writer and a thing that we ran into all the time and I even I speak dance I speak dance and still with my sort of choreographic uh, collaborator, we all the time ran into, I would watch her be like, she felt the pressure to sort of need to justify or to explain in the way that you and I can sit down and talk about analysis and we can argue it out and hash it out and use our words. And choreographers, that's not necessarily, it's not like there aren't choreographers who don't, I mean, I'm one of them. I do express myself verbally, but um, when you really come from like, I'm, I don't. I don't. I don't come from the solid dance world. This right. this choreographer I worked with is concert dance world, mm-hmm. um, 
And so there is there's this sense of it's a it's a different way to express um, and it's a different skill set. So, yeah. So understanding really what that what um, dance can bring to the table. It is not meant to be by definition. Dance is not meant to be. Uh, it's not in art terms. It's not it's not the painting of the bowl of fruit, man. Like it's it's surreal. It's abstract. It's it's something else. It has to take your brain somewhere else. And you're like, I don't get what happened there is what people do. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't don't try to get it. Like, watch it and take right. it in. And that's what that's what well, and that's. Yeah. People don't. I, I think that the big. The big thing being that, like, people don't a don't encounter it as for like people hear music. All the time. Right. Every day. Right. All the world day. And so nobody says I'm not a music person. Right. And they, well, no, people say that. But they they're lying. The yeah, um yeah. well they know what bands but they we also like, we all they, have yeah. we have vocabulary for music. Like yeah, it, yeah. and it, it, so if you're if you're a composer, you can at least come in and be like, it's this and that is it. It's like this. It'll make you feel this way. And you go, Oh, I've heard things that made me feel that way. Right. But I remember watching an episode of So You Think You Can Dance with a friend of mine who is is, is a performer uh in, in film TV and theater. And we watched somebody dance and he turned to me and my wife and said, was that good? And what he really meant was, was that better than the last thing I saw? Like uh -huh. he didn't mean, was that good? Right. Obviously if you're on that show, there's a certain, there's a base level and he yeah. knew that, but he couldn't tell the difference between why this was. And it wasn't like it's ballet or ballroom or things that have rules and you need to hit your turns a certain way. It was modern and he just couldn't, he couldn't get it. Right. And I'm not saying it wasn't have, like, that the he, rubric he didn't to... he didn't even have the the, the basis to go like that was good it. movement uh, uh -huh. like that movement was pleasing he didn't have any kind of into it so it also ties into the the thing I don't know if it's a Eugene O'Neill quote or something but it's somebody who like hated summarizing their plays when somebody would say what's it about and they could say if I could tell you in a sentence I would have written, written a sentence and it's something about that with the real thing with dance. Is that like if I could say it, I'd say it, but yeah. I can't. I have to. You have to see it. It has to be danced to be understood. Yeah. And even then, it may not be understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, the fact that choreography is always left is 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 it's, it's like sound on a movie set. Of... It is the last thing anybody cares about. Yeah. Everyone needs it, and nobody cares about it, so everybody kind of hates it. And 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 that you know, in the sort of development of musical theater, mm -hmm. that's that that's a thing that sort of has happened over the years because obviously many many musicals are unbelievably successful, and literally choreography is not a part of that. Like it doesn't have to it doesn't be, have to be part a part of it. It, um, it is not so, a central component. So yeah, I mean, you know, looping it back to to Crazy for You, as I think, and I don't, I don't think it's huge. I don't think Crazy for You is this landmark moment in choreography necessarily. But I, 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 do, I mean, maybe. But I, yeah, I, I think it might be. You don't know. I don't. I, it, yeah. It, it, it certainly launched Susan Stroman's career. Yeah. So in that sense alone. And it and, and once again, though, we we tend to uh, people who don't dance the sort of pedestrian way to think about choreography. When we think of choreography being good is we think literally the phrase work mm -hmm. being good. This movement, if I stand up and I go doop doo, doo, my arms go here and I spin like this, put my leg in the air and you go, that was cool. And to then watch. everyone does it at the same time. Right. Yeah. And then we go, that's cool to watch. That's good choreography as opposed to. How is choreography being used? Mm -hmm. Like what it's it's a form thing. It's a question of there's a sort of bigger picture of what choreography is doing, what it is achieving. Mm -hmm. um, 
And, uh, you know, Agnes DeMille was, like you say, this is the first one to think about that. It was something more than just the vaudeville notion of the spectacle of dance and it looking pretty. Yeah. She was thinking about the storytelling and the forward movement of it. And um, and that is what I, th- I think Crazy For You does that successfully. It's not that Susan Stroman's steps in Crazy For You are so, like... Like nobody has ever tapped like that before. Right. Her tap is actually pretty straightforward. It's like solid as a rock. Mm-hmm. She has, you know, fantastic tap technique and 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 you know, there's that and she makes beautiful shapes and all that stuff. But really what Susan Stroman should be known for, what we should be talking about with her is we should be saying she rethinks about how and why choreography can be used or should be mm-hmm. used on the stage. And I do think that choreography is a major part. It's also why like you know, I said this before, but the the recording fall is 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 going to sort of by necessity sure, it's incomplete. fall flat. The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Original Cast Pod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on all platforms at Unknown Penguin. Enjoying yourself? Leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and tell the world. You can also find the original cast on Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, and wherever fine podcasts are available. My thanks to Courtney Lane Self for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs>